This is Music is a Day Job, where artists learn how to take their music from a hobby to a real career. I'm your host, Sean Garris, the CEO of Concert, the mobile app that lets you perform live and tour independently. Welcome to Music is a Day Job. I'm your host, Sean. And Music is a Day Job is brought to you by the Concert App. The Concert App is an artist accelerator to take artists from opener to headliner to on tour. It gives the fan the best experience in live independent music. Um, top music industry myths. This is the last episode, part three. Woo! You know how I go. Um, we're going to the last, the last four. I'm gonna try to knock them out within this, within this little section of time right now. The last four, the top four music industry myths. Now we've done, of course, the top ten. So if you haven't, if you're on episode three right now, you have to go back to the last two so you can hear the top ten heading down to these last four. The top ten were the music industry has the most talent in the world, the the best. The most talented artist in the world. Nine, I need over a month to do a show. Eight, all I got to do is make a hit song. Seven, I can only do shows with artists that sound like me. Six, I need the best sound and lighting to perform. Five, I should only perform when I drop new music. All myths. (laughs) Now we're going to get into number four. Number four, I have to leave my state to be successful. To be successful. To leave my state to be successful. I hate when I see this online. (laughs) Like, man, I gotta get out of my state. Hey, same people everywhere. Like, what you're telling me is that the music listeners are different in another state. (laughs) And then they come with, man, they show love in another state more than they show love here. That's all I got for that. That's all I got for that. That's the that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like the same songs pop in almost every same state. Like the majority of people. That's why it's called pop music because it's popular with the majority of people. <laughs> so if if they ain't liking you at all, now if you have a problem with a lot of people and they don't like you because they don't like you as a person and they live near you, then go to the next city. Where they don't know you. And those are people that will get a clean slate of listening to your music. Now some people try to say that genres stick better in other other places. That could be possibly true based on culture. So you could say but then every, almost every state, most states. Well I wouldn't say most states. I'd say the states you're probably going to travel to should probably have a little bit of diversity within them. Unless you make music for a majority. And then you're pretty much good. Like you're pretty much like someone everywhere probably like you. But if you're making. (laughs) It's not like for instance like if I rap. It's not like it's that many more places. Because rap is a very popular genre. It's probably the number one genre. So I know as Spotify listens it's the number one genre. So it's like. A lot of people listen to rap. So if you rap, it should be someone near you that's going to like you. You should be able to go in your state. And as I always tell people with all my stuff that I say, you should tour in your state. You probably got 10, you got five to 10 places probably where you can find 
venues and everything and that's what we're of course doing with the concert app where the concert app is going to be in these cities so then you can go from city to city city to city city to city but you probably have three to ten cities and so to be successful you find ten five to ten whether it's your state and the nearest state nearest state so you can cut expenses and that's where you become successful because you're able to make enough money within those amounts of cities. So never believe when people tell you that. The only reason they tell you that is because they believe you're trying to get into the music industry, which means that you're not basically saying that, hey, I need to live off of music. You're saying I want to take my shot at the music industry, which means I either have enough money or I have enough connects or I have something that's just going to turn heads so crazy that they're going to put money behind me. So now if you're saying that, if you're saying I need to go to another state to get into the music industry, then yes, you need to be in a state with music labels heavy. However, if your idea is to live off music or to be successful with music, it's further from the truth because those places that have all those artists that are already popping, those are the more oversaturated markets as far as finding consumers. So which I said in another video, which you can go look at. Um, uh, so that's number five. That's number four. Number three. Everyone should get paid to perform. And I had this one on another one. So I don't want to really like elaborate on this, even though I'm going to a little bit because I know someone's going to have only seen this video and be like, yeah, everyone should get paid to perform. No, they should not. And the reason this is, and I'm an artist myself, and I'm going to tell you the truth, is because when everyone gets paid to perform, what you do is you make it seem like the person who actually works their butt off to get fans and everything like that, you make them seem the same as you. And that makes it so they can't get famous. Because now these venues are only going to book all these people at the same rate and not care to help this kid that wants to work every day and wants to grind the most get to the next level. And what that ha what happens with that is it becomes a participation award. And participation awards do not make champions. So what happens is, is the person who worked every day to find fans and worked on their music and their craft gets compared to the artist that sits in their room, makes one or two songs, makes these couple songs or whatever like that, and has an entitlement. And that is the worst thing to ever happen is that artists feel this and there is no resume to say that they deserve to get paid. What what gets deserves to get paid is a product that people want to see. Point blank, period. Every product in this world only gets the platform if people want to come see it. Now, I'm giving the option that someone can have zero fans and I'm I'm trying to help them get to 30 to 50 to 100. Because I think there are those people that actually just don't know. And they are starting at zero fans. But they want to work. And they want to figure out how to get to 30. They want to figure out how to get to 50. But then you have artists that are just so entitled. They're just kind of like, everyone should just listen to me. Yo. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. So that is number three top in the world that I hear. Um, uh, number two, yeah, streams equals fans. And I talk about this a lot. Number two, streams equals fans. Biggest myth. Now, this is why I watch more people tell me 
Hey man, if you know where all your streams are, that's where you should go. Do you know any of the people that streamed it? Does any site actually currently, and this is a real question. I want anybody who actually knows this, if you do know this, because I just haven't seen it. Is there a site that you can see your streams by person and where exactly they are? Like you can see like their, their name or anything like that. Or like, is there any site that actually exists that does this? Because see, what I'm thinking is you can see like the areas they're in. Like I can be like, oh, in Arkansas, they listen to me most. Or I can even get to the city, I think. I can see this is where they listen to me most. Now, here it is. If if 10,000 or more people listen to you in that city, let's say you can see that 10,000 people, then that makes sense for you to go and try to figure out how to perform there. Anything less than 10,000, you're throwing yourself in a space that you don't know how close these people are. And if they'll even hear that the promotion will be enough to even mass promote enough for people to know you're coming so when you do when you do when you do streaming and you looking at the statistics the only thing you can really learn from that is possibly where cultures may be more acceptable or more liking towards your music because i know people that have millions of millions of streams and can't sell out a show nowhere and that's because these streams are spread out until you know how concentrated and see the only way and this is why i built concert is because the only way to know how concentrated your fans are are to perform and see how many people can come out and then how many people you can keep stepping your game up with. And like, can I get to this many people? Can I get 100? Can I get 200? That's the only way to actually see a concentrated amount of people that will constantly come see you. And be a fan because, as I always say, a fan is someone that will spend money on you. Will spend money on merch. Will spend money on a show, whatever like that. And see, because streams are kind of free... <laughs> No one has to pay per stream. When you had to pay per CD, that's why people knew. Because then you knew where your fans were. Because these people were spending money. Someone that listens just listens. I could listen to it just because you were on a playlist. That I liked other people on. Or you may be one of the people like, If you like this sound, you might like this sound. i check you out. I might actually even listen to your song a lot. That doesn't mean I'll pay to come see you though. So it's a lot of pieces to this that have to line up for you to say a stream will equal a fan. It takes a lot. The number one, the number one myth that I hate, this is the one that just throws me. <laughs> Promoters are supposed to bring the fans. This is like the worst. This is the worst one. <laughs> this is the worst myth that I don't know who came up with this. I don't even know. Like, it, I, I actually want to ask people um, in other states, is this a same concept? Because I know in a couple states that I tour in, it has been the same concept, but I mostly only tour in the same states. So then um, I only know maybe a little bit of it. 
So then maybe, I don't know if other people say things like this in the other states. So, uh, okay, let's break down this. The promoter will bring all the fans. Let's 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 break this down. <laughs> um, what's a promoter? That's the first thing we ask. What's a promoter? A promoter is someone that buys the show or purchases an event to set up an event, puts on an event, and then they promote it because they think the product that they're putting out there will bring fans. So the intent of being a promoter is that's why a lot of promoters only deal with nationals because what they're doing is they're saying, Hey, you know, you can slash this bookers or whatever, but a lot of promoters are like, they go through a booker and promote a show. So I want to bring Drake because I know that Drake brings this much, this many fans. So if I charge, I can make this much back with this many people in the venue that I paid for. That's what a promoter is. Now, where the logic came that people started saying that the promoter brings the fans, I don't know where that connected. Because I think people would go to shows and they'd be on shows with nationals or be in shows where the fan base was already there. So then they go like the promoter is supposed to bring them. I'm just supposed to come perform for the people. Now this is bad on the artist side and the promoter side, because for the artist, if you have to perform for someone else's fans all the time, and they're actually there for this promoter. Now just logically think of this. If the, they are there for the promoter, then they're not your fan. So then this dude controls your entire career because unless he books you or she, unless they book you, you never get to perform in front of people. You have to control your own fan base. The interest has to be you. Now, on the opposite side, if I'm the promoter, why would I ever book someone that can't bring 100 people? You see the logic in that? Because I'm going to look for the artist that always brings the people. So that's why the most bookers and promoters, they only book people that fit the venues that go. And that's why the same people rotate. Now, I know you're probably sitting there saying, well, is it concert a promoter? No, concert is not a promoter. Concert is the artist accelerator. So I'm leveraging my brand to help artists get to that point. Now, then once the artists that I know are at the level that they need to be, I can move them to better spot spots in different size venues. That then makes sense because there's always the artists that'll be a headliner and always be an artist that's an opener. And they always rotate upwards. So I just have to put my money where my mouth is and help the artist get to these destinations. But for a promoter, the idea is to have the best event every night when they throw the event. So if I'm just a promoter, I'm only going to get the best artist every time. So then if you lived in Colorado for the last 10 years, 
you notice there were only maybe three or four artists that would be on the big shows, the summer jams, everything like that. Because the idea is, as a promoter, I have to get the artist that the majority of people enjoy. So, when someone says out the blue, the promoter will bring the fans, that's because they don't have any. And they want to rely on that. And this is the excuse not to do other shows. And this is the excuse not to work. So, it's a myth. Because the promoter is not supposed to bring the people. The artist is. So, that's the top 10. Let's go down those top 10 myths. The music industry has the most talented artists in the world at 10. At 9, I need over a month to do a show. At 8, all I got to do is make a hit song. At 7, I can only do shows with artists that sound like me. At six, I need the best sound and lighting to perform. At five, I should only perform when I drop new music. At four, I have to leave my state to be successful. At three, everyone should get paid to perform. At two, streams equals fans. At one, the promoter is supposed to bring all the fans. Those are the top 10 myths, music industry myths that I hear all the time. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you learned something from it. This has once again been Music is Day Job. I'm your host, Sean, and this is brought to you by the Concert App. Once again, have everyone join the Concert App so we can get make sure everyone start making music a day job. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment so we can get all this information out to everybody so they can start moving how they need to move. You know what I'm saying? Also, as I always say, if you have other artists around you and we're not in your state already, get everybody to join. That makes the demand so we can get there quicker. If you have any venues, do the same so we can get there quicker. This has been Music and Stage Jobs. I'm your host, Sean. Brought to you by the concert app. Lights too bright, cameras flashing. This is amazing.